Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Hey, The Beale Street Music Festival is going to be happening May 5th through the 7th of 2023. Mark your calendar. Okay. Its full lineup has been released. So okay. why just randomly reference this? Well, because two unlikely folks are headlining here. Kind of, sort of. Greta Van Fleet. Love and Robert Plant and Allison Krauss, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin. Wow. Uh this Okay, that means that he's probably okay with them ripping off his sound. Great. I guess way back in 2018 there was a headline. Greta Van Fleet hit back at Bull Dookie Led Zeppelin ripoff claims. Huh. So I don't know. There will there be a moment where they share the stage together? Yes. Will, I don't know that. I that think is, so. Uh, I don't think. Uh, hey uh, Z. Yes. Are you familiar with Greta Van Fleet's music? Yeah, very uh, similar to. Yeah. Very so good. Extremely similar. You want to listen to a little? Yes. Yeah. So, so, so I had it. Uh, yeah. Greta. <laughs> Leave them alone. I love them. They sound great. But I love them because I love Zeppelin first. <laughs> well, and I don't think that you can not... call it a bull dookie ripoff. Guys. I like, I... guys. So I'll go to the Beale Street Music Festival. Oh, I want to. And I love Robert Plant with Alison Krauss. I think oh, they, yeah. they got some good stuff there. Very, very good. So I don't know if Greta Van Fleet and Robert Plant have ever talked. Um, I reference Robert Plant because, you know, Zeppelin obviously broken up and Jimmy Page is out and about somewhere. But I don't know. I don't know. And it's Robert Plant who's the singer for Led Zeppelin. And so could there be a moment where, let's call the lead singer Greta. So we just heard <laughs> that song. And uh, here's another different song. <laughs> okay. I know which one you're going to play. This is Led Zeppelin now. Correct. Age like 14 through 17. I couldn't get enough of it. Loved it. Here we go. I just wanted to get the whole lot of love because that's the part where they sound identical. Yeah. <laughs> These last two songs could be the same song. <laughs> so who knows if they'll bump into each other. But now uh, Greta Van Fleet and Robert Plant 
will be headlining the same music festival called the uh, Beale Street Music Festival, and that is happening May 5th I love it. through the 7th. Yes! Woo! Um, by the way, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, fan vote right now. Yes, Queen? <sighs> Donna, you sound stressed. Are you okay? I believe... Oh, I don't think this is current. I was going to say it's George Michael in the lead. Followed by Cindy Lauper. We've got Iron Maiden, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, he should be at the top of this vote. What are you talking about? You think he should be a little higher on the list? Absolutely. I got to find the actual list. Did you even get the joke? Uh, Higher. (laughs) Because of marijuana. Yeah, and he's known for that. Yes. That's a funny joke. Pulled up the official leaderboard. Okay. There's George Michael leading the way. Okay. Cindy Lauper is second. Okay. You've got uh, Warren Zevon is uh, third. Okay. Iron Maiden fourth and Soundgarden fifth. Huh. Then Willie Nelson is outside looking in from the top five. I I actually think Willie or Warren Zevon should be towards the top. That's That's shocking that he's not in it not willie warren anyway there you go go vote rock and roll hall of fame.com thank you rock the voter is p diddy used to say vote or die remember that campaign not really no about voting yeah i don't mtv thank vote you. or die i don't remember vote or die yeah Hang on, i'll see if it was a you sure that's a thing we're about to find out i remember rock the vote uh yeah, Sean Combs Revolt launches Vote or Die. Wow. Well, funny you say that. This is a nice segue. Um The Weekends, is it Die for You? Is that the song? He just he just broke a Spotify record on February 27th yesterday. He became the first artist in Spotify history to reach 100 million Monthly listeners. Wow. Wow. I bet you he's got enough money for a cabin. (laughs) Like this guy, I bet you, is just richer than we can even process. I bet you're right. No Grammys, but pretty rich. Yeah. Wowzers. That's amazing. Wow. That is amazing what you just said. In a bad way, that he has no Grammys. I don't think he has any, right? I don't believe so. Because uh, he was famously didn't even get nominated a couple years ago when Blinding Lights was out and was the biggest song on planet Earth that year. Right. And uh, w- w- didn't <laughs> was it nominated? I believe all? he's won eight. Okay, okay, so he has. All right. <laughs> the weekend has eight awards. Yes. But that one year where yes. the album was on the top Bananas, of the charts for yeah. ever. Not one nomination. That is messed up, people. Get your bleep together. Vote or die. I don't like that, Steve. Well, listen, don't get mad at me. Get mad at Diddy. He came up with that. I think he came up with it all the way back in 2004. Do you remember the video game Skater Die, Gunky Girl? Do you remember that? I don't. Skater Die was like a old school Nintendo game, I think, where you went into like a skate shop, you got a skateboard, and then you skated around town and did different skateboard stuff zamboni did oh, i yeah. describe that you well you described it perfectly <laughs> it was a great skater i was awesome. I a lot remember california games 
Hmm. California Games was a video game where you could do a, a series of different activities, including Frisbee. There was a roller skating one where you had to like dodge banana peels and puddles and stuff. The There's surfing. BMX. Yeah. The surfing, yeah. yeah that's no, 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 no. Yes. Oh my gosh. The frisbee one though, you would launch the frisbee and then your little partner would just be running and dive whole body horizontal against the ground, but if they caught it instantly they would be standing up again, just spinning the frisbee on one finger. The good old days. Donna, you were high this whole time and you could have been having fun with us. Sorry, guys. I wasn't high. Thank you. Can I go now? Well, we're actually no. It's just the beginning of the ten o'clock hour, and we're on until um, noon. Okay, good to know. How about this? Why don't we do a little food news to fill up your belly? Okay. When we come back, the most popular food in the world is this type of food. This nation's food. Do you think you know what it is? I was sort of surprised by it, but I don't know that I could disagree with it. And also, Wendy's fans, you're about to be able to purchase a Wendy's item on a grocery store shelf. We'll tell you what it is when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! I feel very hungry right now, so this is going to be... I don't know why I'm doing this story. Because if you're hungry and you start talking about good food, doesn't it make your your body almost just like want to rage in a good way? You just want to slam your face into a hot plate of something yum-yum. Sure. The most popular cuisine in the world, according to a study issued by <clears throat> social media, Korean. Huh. A company set out to determine the most popular cuisines in the world. They looked at engagement on social media platforms such as TikTok, Instagram, and Reddit. They looked at them worldwide. Then they assess whether the interactions were positive or worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. It's three oh five. Dial it. Or were the reactions negative? All right, everybody who's now thinking about Pitbull and what he looks like in a suit and if he's always hot, like sweaty. He looks sweaty a lot to me. Let's go back to food. I think so. Huh. Am I wrong? I guess I, no. I I think he's super sexy. <sighs> I do. Or interesting. What are you he, gonna do about it? Well, I'm not gonna do anything about it. Fine. I'm just saying. It seems a little for you to be saying that again. I can't really figure you out today. <laughs> He looks a little try hard for what your taste might be. Like, okay, guy, I get it. There's think... your watch. There's your your <laughs> your Oxford shirt that is got four buttons unbuttoned up top. You know, it really takes just owning. We'll get back to Korean food in a moment. It really uh, just takes owning <laughs> style, doesn't it? Yeah. Because he didn't start by basically not buttoning his shirt and saying, "I'm going to unbutton instead of the top one, which shows like I'm relaxed and not wearing a tie today." You unbutton two, and it's like, "Okay, guy, hang on now." 
this guy will do three or four down and just doesn't care. And you just have to fully own that and not give a flying, pardon my French, frick about what people think. He looks like he smells good. I think. So for him, okay. Because you got a guy who wears a lot of cologne in the office uh-huh. and he always gets a hard time, but Pitbull, and it's like, oh, what is that? Is that bergamot? Feels like there's some double standards. I mean, there is a part of him that comes across as a little tryhard, but he's a little. He's got a lot of confidence, and that's what's sexy about him. I rest my case. Hang on, I just saw a picture with only one button undone. Yeah, I mean, you know, if he's dancing, that's one thing. If he's on a job interview, he's probably going to button up a little. You know when he does, like, Mr. 305, do you think if you're at lunch and you're like Panera? Yeah. And he's ordering. Do you, you think you he turns it off? You know I can't off? go into Panera. But I know you once left because they make you order at a kiosk, and that was your technological wall. You hit the wall of the Truman Show. It was all too much. The world started caving in. But, like, does he... St- ordering pitbull voice or does he have like a normal i'm ordering at fast food i don't know i'd have to look at him at a, during an interview or does he ask them questions like what would you pick the 305 <laughs> i don't know i'd just like to surveil him in a casual setting sure <clears throat> anyway korean but- food came out at number one is the world's most popular cuisine well, I suppose if you're surveying the world, that's still, not Korea's, so surprising. Korea's not that big, though. The food is delicious. So good. So good. It was followed by Italian. Excuse me. I would have thought that would have been first. Or Chinese. Italian was number one. Okay. I used to say Italian dressing and felt super fancy. No, you mean number two. That's what I meant. Okay. See? Most of these studies are word jumbles, and it's really just a brain teaser. (laughs) I am Sudoku Steve. Let's keep up, people. Korean, Italian, Mexican, Japanese, Indian, Chinese, Thai, Vietnamese, Filipino, and Turkish. Huh, interesting. There was quite a good Asian representation there, which you could put in front of me right now. A Korean meal, a Japanese meal, a Chinese meal, a Thai meal, and I would be so happy. Oh. Uh, Someone's hungry. I want. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Something hot on a plate right now, and I want it to be noodle-based. I want to admit to something. All right, everyone, we're about to learn a little bit more about Donna. Go ahead, Donna. If I were at an Indian restaurant, I would be very stressed out because I wouldn't know what to order. Thank you. May I give you a tip? Yes. I know that there's naan, the bread, and like some hummus. Excuse me? You heard me. I think you're bringing in a Greek thing. Oh, Oh, there's dips, right? There's some kind of dippy dips. What do you do with your naan? There's naan. You could dip it in like raita. Hmm. That's good. I don't know what kind of like is. a yogurty thing with like cucumber oh, and yum. It's really yeah. It's okay. very yummy. Hummus, as you said, as my eyes rolled deeply into the back of my brain. I have a great hummus to That's... recommend also. So is it pierogi and hummus? Is it, are these the two that you've decided to <laughs> stake your flag in? Just here, finish your story. Don't worry Just about it. Just get chicken tikka masala. It's safe. Okay. It's good. Okay. You'll like it. There. What do you want from me? Okay. India Bar and Grill in Chaska is a sneaky good Indian restaurant. It's in a strip mall. It's like one door over from a local T-Mobile outlet. But it's good. India Bar and Grill, Chaska. Okay. Sue me for supporting local businesses. It's unclear if those are the only 10 that people had to choose from in this study. Italian, Mexican, Japanese, Indian, Chinese, Thai, Vietnamese, Filipino, Filipino Turkish, and Korean. Um, if those, But if they open it up to all of them, some people wondering, what about Greek food? What about Mediterranean food? What about French, Spanish, Middle Eastern, and even good old-fashioned American? Some Southern barbecue. But now it's time for me to make sure I get in the second story that I teased, which is a Wendy's food item about to be available on store shelves. Okay. Wendy's is releasing single-serve cans of chili in grocery stores nationwide. No official release date yet, but word has it that some Kroger stores in a few markets are already stocking it. There are not a lot of details. But they're assuming this is going to be like the classic recipe, even though technically it's not at the restaurant. It's coming from like a a, a food producer, a packaged foods producer. Worth noting, perhaps, the chili at Wendy's is made from leftover hamburger meat. Oh, huh. On a related note, Red Lobster is launching its first ever line of frozen entrees, which are also headed to grocery stores nationwide. And the options include cheddar, bay, biscuit, shrimp. Oh, yum. I'm in. Thank you. Want to play a game? Let's play it. Let's play it with one of you who's listening. 651-641-1071. Call now. Bet on me or Don. Bet on the right person. What a prize. That's next. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071, where talk is fun. And we're going to play a little game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Me. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. 
Yes, we're going to find out how smart the two of you are today with College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We're going a little movie-themed, and there's a reason why. I was looking at the box office top five the other day, and uh, I noticed that Ant-Man and the Wasp was number one, Cocaine Bear was number two, and Puss in Boots was number five. That's four different animals in the top five movies in the country right now. Oh, interesting. Today's theme for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, movies with animals in the title. Ooh. Oh. Do a little okay. something different here. We'll try I feel it out. kind of good let's about see, this. Uh, let's see if uh, Teresa feels good, because she's going to be playing along with us. Teresa, welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. How are you? I'm We are, too. We are, as well, <laughs> Teresa. I did um, not hear what Teresa said. Get, Sorry. Get, 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 get. Nope. Uh, she was breaking up a little bit. Uh, Teresa, what's going to go on next in your day after you hopefully win this game? I am going to play the. Right. Oh, me too. So this is going to be um, it's going to be a little difficult. Now we're going to let Teresa stay on because we'd like her to win a prize. However, whoever she teams up with, she might be jack squat when it comes to health because <laughs> she is Cutting in a out. bad reception area yes. right now. Uh, so with that, Teresa, we're going to give you an opportunity. Your phone's gotten in and out a little bit, but quickly say the name of the person you would like to team up with. Animals and movie titles is our topic. Donna or Steve? Donna. Yeah. Oh, now it's he sounds great. Okay, yeah. whatever. Oh, All right. Yeah, girl. All right, Teresa, we're going to put you on hold. You hang on tight. As She's a... my girl. <laughs> and right. by the way, looking at the uh, standings after a win yesterday, Donna now uh, five games back. It's 22, Steve, 17, Donna. Teresa's going to try to help out Donna today if she even needs it. Movies with animals in the title is the theme. Are you ready, Donna? Not really. Okay. But I, okay. We'll get things started with this one. Speaking of Ant-Man and the Wasp, from the same universe this other creepy crawly that's technically not an insect is the in the title of the highest grossing movie that would fit in this category oh, it came out less than two years ago and spun all the way up to seven all time of the top 15 of the top 15 highest grossing movies of all time to feature a type of big cat in their title name one of those two movies big cat in the title tiger tiger movies right yep uh, th- uh, uh, cougar, I'm going to pass. This chilling psychological thriller not only fits the theme, but it also won the Oscar for Best Picture in the early 90s. It not only fits the theme, but it also won the Best Picture. Uh, oh, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's uh, number which one two. Do you want? Re- That's okay. number two. Okay. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll bring Teresa <laughs> yeah, back let's on do here. That. Hi, Teresa. Can you hear us? Yes. Awesome. We might need your help here. So we're going to start with the first one. Okay. Speaking of Ant-Man and the Wasp from that same universe, this other creepy crawly that's technically not an insect is in the title of the highest grossing movie to fit the category. It came out less than two years ago and spun all the way up to number seven all time. (laughs) Don't say anything. All right. Teresa, do you know the answer? Um, the only thing I can think of is this one of the Spider-Man movies. Okay. So you're going to go with, uh, for the animal, you're going to go with a spider? Oh, you just wanted that, the animal? Well, that's, that's cool. Okay, that's what you'll go with, Teresa? Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Now the next one. Of the top 15 highest grossing movies of all time, two of them feature a type of big cat in their title. Can you name one of those two movies? Um, I'm good with Donna's Crouching Tiger. She's Dragon. going Crouching Tiger. Okay, and then how about this last one? This chilling psychological thriller not only fits the theme, it also won the Oscar for Best Picture in the early 90s. 
Any idea of a psychological thriller that would fit this category? Um, I cannot think of one. We always like a lot. No, I, I got I can, nothing. You got nothing. Okay, sounds good. Oh, it's man. a little tougher than I guess I thought it would be. We'll it's see. It's the timer. See. It is, I know. I mean, you gave just... such a good clue in the first question, and I, I yeah. skipped it, missed it. All right, we'll come, uh, come to Steve here. So go ahead, Steve. Hop Steve's on. He's a good listener. Okay. Not to me, but to the questions. Hey, Steve. Hey guys! Remind us if it come if it doesn't come to it. I do want to do the tiebreaker because I thought it was kind of funny. Okay. Um, okay. So we'll start things off here. Uh, Steve, are you are you ready? I'm ready. Do you think they got three out of three? Do you think they got three out of three? I know what they got. I'm gonna guess no. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Again, Kinda. we're doing animals in movies with animals in the title. The reason being is right now the top five movies. There are four animals in the titles of the five top uh, five mm. movies right now in the country. Here we go. Speaking of Ant Man and the Wasp from that same universe, this other creepy crawly is technically not an insect. It's uh, in the title though of the highest grossing movie to fit this category, and it came out less than two years ago and spun up to number seven. The Wasp, the Ant Man and the Wasp. Of the top 15 highest grossing movies of all time, two featured a type of big cat in their title. Name one of the two movies. Say it again. Of the top 15 highest grossing movies of all time, two featured a type of big cat in their title. Name one of those two movies. Lion King. This chilling psychological thriller not only fits the theme, it also won the Oscar for Best Picture in the early 90s. Dances with Wolves. No. Do you have anything you'd like repeated? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I have very low confidence in everything I've submitted, sir. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Again, maybe a little tougher than I thought it was, but hey, I thought this was a fun category. Shnikes. So we're, we're going to run through these here. Now, uh, let's just go in order. First one, speaking of Ant-Man and the Wasp from that same universe, this mm. creepy crawly is technically not an insect. It is in the title of the highest grossing movie to fit the category. It came out less than two years ago and spun up to number seven all time. The animal Spider-Man. is a spider. The movie was Spider-Man No Way Home. I would accept it either. So, okay, crud. And guess what? Teresa knew it was Spider. Nice job, Teresa. Teresa got that one right. I so even saw that movie. Donna leads. Oh my God. Okay. Donna leads 1-0. Second one here. Of the 15 highest grossing movies of all time, two feature a type of big cat in their title. Name one of the two movies. Donna went with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Steve went with The Lion King. Yeah, good one, Steve. Yes, The Lion King is one of those two movies. Right. Any Woo. idea on the other one? Uh, hang Lion. on a second. Let me think about this. Um, we have to go back to that universe that we were just oh. talking about. Lion. Oh, okay. Catwoman? No, that didn't. Cat, cat. Uh, lion. Big cat. Mm-hmm. Cougar. Um, Cougar. Not. Okay. Hang on. Cat, Puma. Cat, you're getting Puma. closer. Puma. Tiger. Puma. Starts with the same letter as Puma. Puma. Is that right? Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. There there you go. Oh, Black Panther was 15th all time. So uh, with that, it's 1-1. That's where our score sits. And here is the final question. This chilling psychological thriller not only fits the title, it also won the Oscar for Best Picture in the early 90s. More specifically, it was 1991. And that movie was Silence of the Lambs. Oh. So guess what? We've got ourselves a tie. And you were hoping we'd get to this tiebreaker. I was kind of hoping we'd get to this an official part of the competition. Let's bring Um, T-Bone into the mix. Teresa, you still there? Yeah. Awesome. So we are going to do the tiebreaker now. If you know the answer, just yell out your name. That's your buzzer. I will uh, pause everything, and you will get to answer, okay? 
Everybody's on the line here for this one. Again, this is to uh, either give Steve a 23-17 to 17 lead or ah! make it a 22-18 overall score. Here Ooh. we go. Movies with animals in the title. Silence of the Lambs won in 1991. Ironically, a natural predator of sheep was in the title of the... It was Teresa ringing in. I think she was ringing. Teresa, were you ringing yeah, in? Teresa. Yes. Name it. She saying dances, dances with, with wolves. And she's right. correct. Yes! Nicely done. Teresa with the overtime victory. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, awesome. Teresa. I could not think of the title of Silence of the Lambs. It was the movie I was thinking of, but I couldn't think of the name. Uh, I, I would have gotten it if I had another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and access to Google. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Teresa. Thank you. Thank you for the win. Woo! I'm going to put you on hold, Teresa. Hang tight. I'll get your information. By the way, because of that victory, Teresa is uh, going to be heading to a uh, screening of Champions. She's got a pair of movie passes for the nice. advanced screening of Champions. It's a heartwarming comedy starring Woody Harrelson, who ends up coaching a team of players with intellectual disabilities. Screening is going to be March 8th at Showplace Icon Theater at the West End. Love it. Okay. Thank you. Let's do this. Time for a tip. Whoa. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. You know, I, I used to do this more. I feel like I do it a little bit less now, but I used to really enjoy flaking out on a social engagement. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I have too much guilt. I don't, I don't like inconveniencing people. That's, that's courteous. That's a really nice place. I'm a pretty nice person thank you <laughs> anyway uh according to new york magazine they have issued guidance for all of you flakes out there as to how late in the day you can cancel plans for that night okay all right. 2 p.m is our cutoff ladies and germs there's still ample time for your friend to text around and find another dinner companion by 3 p.m., they almost certainly will be alone for the night. That is a critical hour between 2 and 3. A lot changes. 2 p.m., it's disappointing to your friend, but still courteous that they have a buffer. 3 p.m., you're a jerk. They're going to eat alone now. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so, Donna. There's an exception, though. Do you want to tell everybody what the exception is? If the other person is cooking for you, right? if you've agreed to go to dinner at their home, or I guess, weirdly, if they're coming to your house and cooking in your kitchen, that's a probably good sign that you're about to get killed. That <laughs> <laughs> feels like a gateway for a serial killer. But in that case, you've got to cancel 24 hours in advance because, Donna, they might be marinating. Sure. I mean, more for you is the way I would see it. We like to beat our chicken with one of those kitchen gavels. The little poundy thing with all the little squares on it. Yeah, put some saran wrap around those. Never done that. You get a chicken breast, it'll be worth it'll be worth it. And it'd be like physical therapy for your shoulder too. If you just started you got the oh. little kitchen mallet thing and get them nice and flat and thin them out a little bit and they're going to more evenly cook cuz oftentimes chicken breast and you know Chicken breast is not really the go-to chicken to be cooking with anyway. But chicken breast is uh, usually has a fat part and a thin part. It's real thin on one end and real fat and harder on the other end. I have a confession to make. 
Ladies and gentlemen, our second confession of the hour as we get to know a little bit more about Donna Valentine. My confession is I do not like leftover chicken to be reheated. Good night. Good night, she says. Stupid. (laughs) Um, But you're okay eating it cold on a salad? Yes. But if somebody puts it in the microwave to reheat it, it grosses me out so bad. Interesting. Lou? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Has a very difficult time with chicken the next day unless it's in a soup oh, or sure. it's in other things. But she sort of turns her nose up at day old chicken in general yeah it's pretty Whereas gross pappy's like bring that on give me a little squirt of uh sweet baby rays <laughs> on the side of the plate and let's do it all right you know what i like to dip it in thank you for asking honey mustard top the tater you've referenced top the tater twice it's in a non-potato I- chip kind of a way <laughs> yeah i've just been introduced to top the tater in the last well maybe since I've been working here. You dip your chicken in it, huh? It's really good. I've never tried it. I But you know what? You could probably find a, a piece of plywood, dip it in top of the tater, and you're like, that's pretty good plywood. Correct. It's just that good. Thank I don't know if it's... You. You're welcome, Donna. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, oh boy, this story can't be true. Radar Online was made for people like you, I think, Donna. I like the headline. Okay. So Tom Brady is going to put off his broadcast career to do something instead. I'll tell you what that is. And the trailer for Ted Lasso is out. Maybe we'll take a little listen, too, when we come right back on my talk. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. So... Tom Brady, ever heard of him? Absolutely, Donna. Football guy. He's going to chase his stand-up comedy dreams. This is not a true story. (laughs) (laughs) His stand-up comedy dreams. Uh, It's funny in and of itself. Um, Yeah, apparently, according to Deadline, or sorry, Radar Online, (laughs) listen to how they word it. NFL legend Tom Brady has drawn up a game plan for a new career in stand-up comedy. But his inner circle has been trying to talk him out of it, RadarOnline.com has learned. Tom was a terrific quarterback, but he needs to toss this idea before it's too late. (laughs) What? Has he ever said anything even remotely funny? Donna. Wow. Quarterbacks can't be funny. The stereotypes with you sometimes nauseating. (laughs) As a comic, he's strictly a water boy, added the insider. Oh, I'm sure. Carl on the couch. This is such a fake news from beginning to end. I I was a little disappointed. 
to make stuff up? I was a little disappointed in you, Donna. Now, maybe I'll be corrected, and we'll play this audio and be like, wow, Steve was an idiot. Add that to the library. But in our prep, Donna writes down WTF. Tom Brady wants to put his broadcaster career on hold to try stand-up. And when I read that, Donna, and then I went and read the article, <laughs> I thought, is she, does she, do people read Radar Online and think that they are legit? Are they legit? Aren't they not legit? I don't know what their story is. Aren't they clickbaity? Anybody? Aren't they just, yes. listen, you can write whatever you want whenever all of your sources are just an insider, a source, a friend. All of that, and you never name anything. You can write whatever you want because you don't have to give up your sources. Oh, Miguel, sure. they often say a kernel of truth, and there's a kernel of truth in every story, of course. Uh, TMZ Sports, a little bit more reputable of a source, yeah, just came out say? 45 minutes ago and said, "No, he's not going to be a stand-up guy, but he's considering a Netflix roast." So this sounds oh. like somebody overheard comedy special, Netflix, oh. funny, and then they ran with it that he was going to do stand-up on funny. Netflix when really it's a roast. Got mm. it. That makes sense. That I approve of. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. We don't have the trailer for Ted Lasso. It's just a song. Oh, yeah. I hate when that happens. You know, we have it tough. You know, we're going through a lot of stuff right now, and it's difficult. We wanted to play it for you guys, but it's just going to be a song, and then we have to cut that song out of the podcast. Yeah. You're not going to hear dialogue. So we're not going to do it. I think Ted Lasso comes back in two or three weeks. March 15th, I think. There you go. And um, I believe you can't always get what you want. You get what you need. It's the song that's playing there. And so fanboys and fangirls of Ted Lasso are wondering what message are they communicating about the direction of this season of Ted Lasso. I'm pumped. I'm excited for it. I heard uh, I heard Julia give a good suggestion yesterday on Lo J. Oh, yeah? And she said, you know, and this is always good advice when you're getting caught up on something and it's been a while, the layoff has been a while. Go back and watch the final episode or two of that previous season. Wet your whistle, get you excited. Now, if you don't, they always do the, you know, previously on Ted Lasso. They'll usually do that at the beginning of a season just to get you caught up. But it kind of gives you a, a bigger helping of that. Okay. Thanks. And I really like Ted Lasso. I don't know when that last season wrapped up. I'm almost afraid to look when the last season of Ted Lasso, which ended somewhat dramatically, when it went off uh, the air, how much time has elapsed. I Was it 2021? Like fall of 2021, maybe, that Ted Lasso came out? I mean, it's been a while. The finale of season two was October 8th, 2021. October 8th, 2021. And this is season three. This is season three coming up. Yep. Wow. Shikes, man. It used to be, and it still is for broadcast, but you'd get 24 episodes usually. They'd take three months off. School's out for summer. And then they'd come back. So it was so easy to stay in the know on what was happening. And now here, this is a year and a half, a full year and a half. Hmm. Well, it's like you six guys summer breaks show? in a row. I've yet to see it. Yeah. We're going to jump oh, in soon. Yeah. Zamboni, you would like it, my man. Sure. You're a happy oh, guy. Heard. You're positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would you would enjoy it. It is cute. I mean, it's a sweet show. There was one episode that I really, really loved. I think they had a... Um, a therapist. Yes. Talking to 
you know, various team members, players. Yes. And I, I just remember really liking that one. When she was like in the crowd, there was no crowd. She was at practice and just observing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was lovely. She's in a lot of episodes in season two. No way. Yeah, it was, it was quite well done. Donna, I want to play an observation game with you really quickly. Could you please close your eyes? Okay. Close them. They're closed. All right. Keeping her eyes closed. I have not prepared her for this, but I'm just sort of curious. Um, na- name a tool. Okay. N- name name a tool. Right now. That's what I was implying by name. Name a tool. Uh, tweezers. <laughs> Boy, I could stop down there and go a totally different direction. All right. Uh, name a number between one and twenty. Uh, twenty. Describe a country, or tell me the name of a country you'd like to travel to. Italy. And finally, also keeping your eyes closed, and I need an answer within three seconds. True or false, today, our producer, Mike, has facial hair. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Describe it. I don't want to. Why? But that's part of the game. I, don't, I think it's scruffy. You, but do you think he has hair like wear on his face? I think on his cheeks. What are we doing? All right, you can open your eyes. Okay. As uh, we, as we, I was just during the commercial break. <laughs> I was looking, and I thought, I wonder if we go through so much of life not necessarily observing things. And I wondered if you knew if Mike had facial hair or not. Because we hide behind microphones. Part of our faces are hidden behind microphones. So it's kind of like Wilson on Home Improvement. I think he's had facial hair the whole time we've known him. He has. I just wanted to ask it in a different way so that you would question the last two hours of your life. Like, (laughs) wait, have I seen him with facial hair? Does he not have any facial hair? Okay. We don't know if we give you complete credit because you said on his cheeks. Well, it is. Just imagine if I only had my, <laughs> trimmed my goatee and I just had it on my cheeks. I think more people should do fun beards. Yeah, I do like, too. You know, like for instance, I always thought if you just grew out all of your, all of your facial hair, which usually for a lot of guys spills onto their neck, and then to shave your whole face and just keep the neared, just the neck beard, <laughs> just for like a day. The sure. neared. It'd be fun. That's funny. You're such a dummy. All right. Well, when, would, go ahead. Well, go ahead. What do yeah, you want? Yeah, I don't want anything. Well, you were going to do the trailer, but we didn't have the trailer. What did you want to say? Nothing. I was going to say something about Courtney Cox, but we don't have the time. Yes, we do. She got her walk. She got her, yeah. And, and her co-hosts, you know, from Friends were there. It's very lovely. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow was there. Jennifer Aniston was there. And they were all just yucking it up, having a good old time. I watched a little bit of it this morning. It's about a nine-minute clip floating around on Twitter if you okay. want to. See it, and it starts at the beginning with I think Courtney Cox like, wait, didn't Ross and Rachel get married on Friends? I thought they did, and she was like, well, no, they kind of implied like they went on a trip, but no, it's kind of a cute little moment. So, okay, uh, congrats to her. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, the great Chance the Rapper and Martin Short story that happened on a plane. It's uh, pretty fun, and then the life of Fran Drescher as the head of SAG-AFTRA, the calls that she has to take. You'll hear about one next.